0: Nice time to relax. Friday night, I took it easy and I watched Tiger. There's a new documentary about Tiger Woods and it's called Tiger after his first name. Get it? Which is kind of funny because when you look for, um, I tried to Google it after and look for a Tiger documentary and the only thing that comes up is uh, Tiger King. <laughs> How sad is that, dude? Imagine being Tiger Woods. You finally have a documentary, and when people try to search for it, some guy that used to live in Florida who murdered someone comes up first, who has braids and is insane and had a tiger farm comes up first, but that's the game, baby, and Carol Baskins is still out there, even though she's fed her husband to the tigers, and in a weird way, obviously murder, not okay, and you guys know I'm a junior detective, I'm out here solving murders, but pretty smart. Pretty smart. Feed him to the tiger. You know, there's very smart ways. <laughs> this is such a weird way to start. There's smart ways and dumb ways to murder. Let's just talk about it. And if you've never thought about doing a murder, then you're crazy. And I don't mean like actually who you want to murder or really wanting to ever do it. But I'm like, if you've never thought about at least the puzzle of putting together a good murder, you're boring. Why wouldn't you do that? It's a fun mental exercise. When you watch Cold Case Files or you watch something like that, it's important to... (laughs) It's important. (laughs) It's just fun to think about like what... Just think about it like what would you do, right? Like pretend it's not the most heinous crime you could ever commit, but how would you do it? And some people are just so dumb. And that's what frustrates me. Like you see someone... Who did a murder and they like, maybe I've talked about this, but they take their spouse into their own bedroom and like cut them up. There's blood everywhere and they think they're not going to get caught. Come on, dude. That's the same people that break into the Capitol building and think they're not going to get caught. That's so obvious. You got to be more secretive than that. But anyway, I watched. Uh... <laughs> you know what's disturbing, too, is if I'm ever on uh <laughs> If I'm ever a suspect, they're just going to use that audio right there. So I would like to clarify for the jury. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's Friday. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. I'm joking. So I'm watching Tiger. And uh, first of all, you can tell he had nothing to do with this documentary. Because it it shows the ups, but it also very much shows the downs. Like it shows... When he got a DUI. When he got caught cheating. All this type of stuff. It talks about his dad. I'm like... It's kind of sad to see them unveiling all this stuff. Because I don't think you should. Like, this whole gotcha thing. Gotcha. You did something bad. Gotcha. I think that's kind of gross. I think that's the worst part of human nature. Is tearing down other people. Just because you can. Just because you're like, oh, it makes me feel good. But... Does make for a good go- documentary, Gotchumentary? Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's a new term. It's a gotchaumentry, cause you gotcha. So it's it's crazy though. It goes through everything. And you you guys know that the only thing that I've been emotional about in the last four years, there's two things I've been emotional about. One, when I proposed to Jen, that was emotional. And two, when Tiger Woods won the Masters that was emotional and they're about the same (laughs) amount equally as emotional but i just remember you would watch tiger woods when i was a kid and it was just different you would see him show up to a tournament and you'd be like he's gonna win and then to think he would actually go out and win it's it's something that's so hard to explain And um, they cover it in this documentary, like the dude was so dominant and his uh, legacy will get buried in the controversy and it will get buried eventually in the fact that he sort of plateaued after that. And he might, he probably will never reach the 18 majors that Jack Nicklaus did, even though Tiger Woods has the most wins of all time on the PGA tour. He's at 15 majors, I believe, and Jack had 18. That's kind of the great measure of the best golfer. But here's the thing. That's all I'm trying to say is that the things when you look at it, the tiger had to battle through, which was not only, you know, he comes on the scene, he's gifted, he's talented, he's winning right away. And then his dad dies, he goes off the rails and he has a scandal. So now he has a psychological battle because people are looking at him completely different. Two, he also has a physical battle because his knee was effed up. His back is effed up. This guy was doing like Navy training. And at one point, he couldn't even move. And I think that's... Take Tiger everything out of it. Everything You think about the excuses that people make nowadays to not do stuff, right? Like just the excuses of an average person. Think about the excuses of an average person where we're like, Oh, it's raining outside. I guess I can't do anything. That's what I'm talking about. This guy could barely move. And he came back from that. And uh, once again became like the best golfer in the world. For a bit. For a bit. And he won the Masters. So that's what I'm saying. To me it's in a weird way very inspirational. Because you see that nobody has the golden path. Even someone like Tiger Woods. And even someone who's made as much money as him. And has had as much success as him. I'm sure... That he sits down at the end of the day and he goes, I'm not even the best, right? Like I bet there's a part of him that goes like, even after all he's accomplished, he's like, fuck, I'm only at 15 majors. Isn't that crazy? So nobody really has a golden path. Now, I'll tell you someone who does have a golden path is the Real Housewives. Now, we started watching the Real Housewives. I like any of the locations and i love also that it's expanded it used to just be real housewives of orange county i believe that was the original one and then whoever produced that show realized hey hey man there's there's housewives everywhere dude there's there's housewives all over the place so let's expand housewives of new york that makes sense Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, you can use the same crew that was filming in New York. It's a synergy. That makes sense, dude. And then, (laughs) and now they're into like Housewives of Utah, the real Housewives of New Hampshire. Like, they just go everywhere. They're like, who's the richest chicks around here? Sorry, I shouldn't call them chicks. That's disrespectful. They go, who's the richest ladies around here? And sorry, if you guys hear that sound in the background, that's my dog. Willie, can you not... Hey, I'm trying to do a podcast. Can you not chew on that? I'm trying to talk about the housewives. Go in your bed. Listen to that. Go in your bed. Go in your bed. So the real housewives are everywhere. And uh, it's one of those... I actually really enjoy watching it because it's nice to... Sometimes it's nice to just turn on like dumb TV. Just something where you're like this is fun. This is entertainment for the sake of entertainment. It's stupid. I get to turn my brain off and it's fun. I actually really like that. But dude, the way that these, you know, the the problems. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about the problems that these housewives have. Ah, oh, it's so difficult. I mean, they have to battle through. Let me tell you what happened in the last episode we watched. One of the ladies thought she had COVID, and then they all got together, and one of the other ladies asked if she felt okay, and oh, shit. Why would you even say that? Why would you even ask about that? You know that it's a sensitive topic for me. And then there was one where this one lady wore the same dress as another lady. Oh, my God. This is supposed to be my night. And she ruined it with her dress. It's just crazy to see that dynamic of people who have just just basically stumbled into wealth. They stumbled into it. And then the life is like, let's just party every day. Let's just all get together and party. That's their whole thing. And there's always one woman on each of the housewife shows who can't party anymore. She's sober. And I respect that. In fact, she's in a program. But for some reason, she still hangs out with these crazy, this crazy clique. Isn't that the worst environment? You're clean and sober. And these everyone else is doing like jello shots. Dude, and you know what's so funny is... You know everyone's like fifty, late forties at least there's one girl who's like eighteen <laughs> and they're doing jello shots and they're like twerking on hammocks and stuff and you're like, "Hey, you're fifty right I don't know it is it's a very entertaining show. I love the real Housewives is just a fun one to turn off your brain um i It makes me wonder like what happened to those other shows? Do you guys remember? Some of the other reality TV shows that aren't even around anymore, The Apprentice, that's gone for obvious reasons. I think D. Trump's kind of ruined that one. That one's not coming back. But That was a good show back in the day. And they used to do an irregular, an irregular? Regular? Regular? They used to do a regular Apprentice, which wasn't that great. And then they switched to Celebrity Apprentice, which was hilarious. And also, you can see how, like, distorted stuff gets when it's made for TV. Cause it'd be like Dennis Rodman, right? And he'd be like, Dennis, you have to run an ice cream stand. He's like, I got good management experience, so I can run an ice cream stand. <laughs> and then you know what the funny part with Celebrity Apprentice was? Is whoever was managing the task, like like I said, it'd be like running an Let's say it's like a hot dog stand that's serving up like Trump dogs. All they would do is they would call in their rich friends and be like, hey, man, I'm on Celebrity Apprentice. Can you just come down and buy a hot dog for like $200,000? Because they they've all got connections, right? And then, yeah, whoever would come down and they're like, oh, I'll buy a hot dog for $280,000. And they're like, they go to the boardroom and they're like, "Well, wow, you're a really good business person. You sold a lot of hot dogs at our hot dog business. Like it was just so phony balones. And that's not a word I like to use very often phony baloney so that was a good one biggest loser that used to be a show there's no way do you think they could put biggest loser on tv again oh my god not even a chance or with how soft everything is now if you put biggest loser on tv it would have to be like the competition would be like who feels the best <laughs> yeah it doesn't we can't measure how much anyone weighs. It's just who feels a little bit better, who's happy? That's gone forever. That one's for sure gone. um, America's next top model. I think that's the same thing- you know what's weird i I think America's next top model they would get shamed the other way if they tried to put that on. They'd be like, you're promoting, oh dude, it's so funny. there's that one actor. From uh, hold on, let's see who this is. Yeah, it's Kamel Kamel Nanjiani. Got super jacked, super ripped, and now they're mad at him. They're mad at him for getting ripped because it's promoting. <laughs> they say it's it's promoting an unattainable culture. The the the, the. Could you imagine that? Who cares? This guy gets ripped. How does it impact you? It's promoting an unattainable culture. Jesus, that's where we're at now. That's where it is. You can't even see someone improve, and you're like, you're promoting something that's not happening. That's weird. People try to like, yeah, that's one. That's one of the weirdest things that they, I would say nowadays is. It used to be really celebrated if someone improved themselves. And now it's like, yeah, God forbid, if you're in the public eye and you're a celebrity and you improve, especially physically, you're a traitor. How dare you? How dare you promote health and, we- and wellness? <laughs> what is, how is the rectum i supposed to feel? You come down and eat one of these $200,000 Trump dogs. What else was a reality TV show? Oh, dude, Survivor. How is Survivor still on the air? That's like the longest running show of what, all time? That guy that hosts it. God, he must be so dead inside. Another season. Here we go. It's going to be so much different. (laughs) We're all going to try to survive on here. What's another one here? Yeah, Housewife Vanderpump Rules, that one's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a bunch of these shows that are like Vanderpump Rules and uh, Southern Charm. And again, it's just rich people who have the most ridiculous issues. When you Here's the thing, man. Everyone wants to win the lottery and then not have to worry about stuff. But then you see people who have all the money and the stuff that they worry about is so insane that you're like, I'd rather worry about money, honestly, because at least that's a real thing. At least that's a real thing to be concerned about and deal with. Like these people are like, because yeah, when you have too much money, then you worry about like, yo, Tesla came to your party, dude. And she didn't wear the shoes that everyone else said they were going to wear. <laughs> like it's in, you, what you realize is that's human nature. We always find something. There's always something to nitpick or whatever. You never meet someone. And you're like, man, you got anything going on? Any complaints? They're like, nope, 100% happy. No issues whatsoever. Nothing. Not going to nitpick, not going to criticize. You're like, whoa. Are you Pitbull? The famous artist and singer? I don't know why I said that. But uh, yeah, people nitpick no matter what. And it's funny to see rich people's problems. Like super rich. Because they're just like, they live in a, just another world, right? They're like, oh, shit, I put the Range Rover in the pool. Cassandra's going to be pissed because we just got the cool the pool cleaned. <laughs> so, yeah, man, don't ever ask for that life. Never wish for, that's one of the worst, to just have that, that stuff handed to you. These people sit around all day. And then they just whine about each other. That seems to be the whole thing with these rich shows. Is people just sit around. And they call each other and like, can you believe what? What is this said? Meanwhile, they're like 39 wearing a backwards hat skateboarding. Jesus. Oh my God. You remember the simple life? Remember that? (laughs) What was that? That was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie just traveled around. And did regular people things that they should be doing interesting, man. Yeah. There's a bunch of these. I feel like the early two thousands was the, the prime slot for reality TV. That's when it first hit the scene. It pushed everything out. And uh, now we're kind of going back the other way. It's kind of nice to see. I think it kind of died out and we all got so sick of just watching people and how fake it became too, that it's kind of going back the other day. The other day, Jesus, the other way, Or yeah, we're like, bring us some real stuff, man. I want or sorry, not the real stuff. Bring us some like drama stuff, right? Bring us uh, the Queen's Gambit. Bring us a movie. Bring us Tiger, episode two. If yeah, like I said, man, and we can end on that too. We can begin on it. We can end on it. But I know I'm a huge Tiger Woods buff. I just think it's fascinating. When anyone dominates anything, I think it's a fascinating thing. And I'm reading uh, Andre Agassi's book. Which is so interesting because he he didn't dominate tennis, obviously, like Tiger Woods dominated golf. But to, to read his book about how much he hated tennis, he literally, I don't mean like he's like, oh, I don't want to do it today. He literally hated tennis. And he was so good that he still ran the game for a bit. And he was one of the best pros of all time. That's crazy. You think about how many kids and stuff train their whole life and their parents push them just trying to become a professional athlete. And there's, there's people out there who are so talented that they can do something and not even like it. And they're like, yeah, I'm better than you. I'm better. That's where you realize, you know, I actually remember I never played hockey with this guy, but there was a guy at the same age as me, um, Everyone knew was like the best hockey player in our whole city by hands down. He was the best hockey player. You could see him play and you're like, oh, that guy's the best. <laughs> it was insane. And then he was, but he was, he was like Andre Agassi. He's like, I don't even care about hockey. And that was so disheartening to think like the rest of us really did. We're doing dry land training. We're doing cap raises, right? We're shooting tennis balls in our driveway and we're not even close to as good as this guy. And he would show up and be like, I don't even want to be here. And then go score six goals. And that's how you realize the levels of talent. That's when you realize. You're like, I'm doing my best. This guy doesn't even try. And I'll never be as good as him. And maybe that's because he had gray eyes. If you remember last episode, it because he had those gray eyes. Wow. Interesting. But I don't know, man. It's Saturday. That's it. We're out of time. 20 minutes we hit the mark we're out of here I hope you guys have uh, a fun weekend it's cold out here but there's no snow and uh yeah get out there do something I don't know kick a ball throw a rock punch a bird have fun this weekend do your best and uh give yourself a hug I'll see you guys I'll see you tomorrow see you on Sunday bye-bye